Bulldogs, we assume, will be wrapping up their fall season here today against Army and trying to do so with the win coming in with three losses this year as they lost at South Florida at Clemson two weeks ago against Eastern Kentucky at Johnson Haygood, 37-14. And this Army team, they're off to a 3-1 and one start. They were ranked just a couple weeks ago. They opened up their season with a 42-0 shutout against Middle Tennessee, their first shutout in the opening game of the season since 1993. Then they beat Louisiana Monroe 37-7. Both of those games were at home. Had to postpone their game on September 19th with BYU because of COVID-related issues. And then went on the road for the first time and lost at 14th-ranked Cincinnati 24-10 on September 26th. That was the first time Army did not score an offensive touchdown in five years and 58 games when they lost uh, 24-10 at Cincinnati. Came back last week at home and beat Abilene Christian 55-23 here on this field. Their 700 win in program history. And that leads to today's game against the Citadel as these two teams play one another. For the first time since 1994, the Bulldogs have won two of the last three meetings. The Citadel winning in 1991 almost on the day. October 12, 1991, they beat Army 20-14. to Army fumbled five times in that game. And then in 1992, on September 26, the very next year, the Citadel won 15-14 to as it was Jeff Trin with a 37-yard field goal at 2.14 to go to give the Citadel the victory. Everett Sands rushing for 174 yards that day for the back-to-back victories for the Bulldogs. The two teams would meet again in 1994 when Army then won 25-24. Hey, they haven't played since, and all-time, Army is 7-2 against the Citadel, all the games being played here in New York. So the first time these two are meeting since 1994, it took a pandemic to make it happen, And look, this is an Army-Navy. No other matchup is, but it is always nice when you have two schools, two programs like this get together. And I know the Citadel, the fans, the administrators, the coaches, they're looking forward to this opportunity to go up against a similar program like Army. We have these service academies against one another. And, you know, it means a little something more for, for the Bulldogs today. No doubt about it. It's it's a special atmosphere. It's special. So many uh, people talking to them associated with the program who had never been to West Point or had a chance to see it, and they were just in awe of everything around. And it's a beautiful time of year as well. The yeah. trees starting to change colors. It's just a really uh, scenic with all of the pageantry associated with it. Even if it is a limited crowd, even if it is unusual circumstances, you cannot take away from this overarching special feel to be here and to be a part of one of these type of matchups certainly and uh, they say it's the best view in fbs football as we're looking at over the hudson the over a body of water in the hudson valley with the the hills beyond and uh, it is a fantastic view that we'll try to paint you know the pictures for you from high atop mikey stadium here in uh, at west point for the Citadel and Army game this afternoon with these two teams meeting for the first time in 26 years. Only about 5,000 fans expected today. Those are all the cadets here at Army. Usually, Mikey Stadium, this uh, building can fit 38,000 people for a football game. It'll be around 5,000 today. But if you've watched any of the Army games on TV, you know just those 5,000 students can make enough noise in this building to add to the environment. Kickoff coming up. Just after 1.30 this afternoon, when we come back here in the Ashley Furniture Home Store Stadium show, we'll take a look at the other games going on in this Saturday in college football as we check the out-of-town scoreboard. We'll do that next on the Ashley Furniture Home Store Stadium show all across the Citadel Sports Network. 
Hello, Charleston. Football is in the air, and what a great time to become a member of the Citadel Football Association. Since 1984, our goal has been to get the greater Charleston community involved in the Citadel football. Alumni, family, and friends are encouraged to help make a difference by promoting and supporting the CFA. Visit our website for more information at cfabulldogs.org or call 953-5123. We look forward to seeing you this season at Johnson Haygood Stadium. Get involved, make a difference, and remember, it's a great day to be a Bulldog. For four days only. This Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday only at Ashley Home Store. Buy one, get half off everything. That's right, buy anything in our showroom and get anything of equal or lesser value half off. Living rooms, bedrooms, mattresses, dining rooms, recliners, table sets, everything is included. Buy a bedroom, get the mattress half off. Buy a sofa, get the love seat half off. Buy a living room, get a dining room for half off. Buy a third item, get the fourth item half off. The savings never end. But buy one, get one half off is for four days only. Only at Ashley Home Store. This is home. This is former South Carolina quarterback Perry Orr, and I'm ready to call your next insurance play. My team at Brown & Brown has you covered for anything life throws your way. Delivering comprehensive solutions, we protect what you value most. Call me, Perry Orr, to find your gap in coverage today at 803-995-5974. That's 803-995-5974. Hey, this is Credit Card Chris, and I'm the president of SignaPay Southeast. We are the premier credit card processing company located right here in the Lowcountry. We are changing the way how credit card processing is done. Are you tired of paying processing fees? We got you. You need a new credit card terminal? We got you. You need a new point of sale system? We got you. Are you stuck in a contract? We'll pay it. We've helped thousands of businesses all over the Lowcountry, and I know we can help you too. Call SignaPay today and eliminate credit card processing fees. 843-884-6884. That's 884-6884. Back on the Ashley Furniture Home Store Stadium show as we take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard for the other games going on in college football today as we get ready for the Citadel and Army coming up in about 45 minutes. Elsewhere uh, in the top 25 right now currently, number four Florida is at number 21 Texas A&M, and as they head to the second quarter, Florida holds a 14-7 lead. 2.28 left in the first quarter, number eight UNC hosting number 19 Virginia Tech, and it's been all Tar Heels. They lead 21-0. Virginia Tech with 15 players unavailable today due to what's reported as COVID issues. So they certainly, and they've had issues all fall. They haven't been at full strength. And UNC with the early 21-point lead in the first quarter there in that top 25 matchup. Number 17, LSU tied with Missouri right now in the final minute of the first quarter, 14-14, as they play uh, that one here this afternoon. Uh, Number 22, Texas at Oklahoma. Oklahoma leading 10-0 with the football, 338 in that one, in that uh, big rivalry game this afternoon with both of those two teams trying to stay towards the top of the Big 12. Coming up later on today, it's th- number three, Georgia, hosting number 14, Tennessee, at 3.30. And the big game of the day, number seven, Miami, is at number one, Clemson, tonight at 7.30. Number five, Notre Dame, hosts Florida State tonight. And number two, Alabama, travels to Ole Miss this evening in top five action as well. We'll continue to check the uh, out-of-town scoreboard here on the Ashley Furniture Home Store Stadium show throughout the afternoon one other score of note of course the Gamecocks they have an early three nothing lead a minute into the second quarter as they play at Vanderbilt those two teams both 0-2 each looking for their first win of the season and South Carolina with the first points of the day three nothing early on 
in the second quarter. We'll continue to monitor those games as we also will continue to work our way towards kickoff here from West Point, New York, where the Bulldogs and Army are getting set to kick it off in just under 45 minutes. When we come back here in the Ashley Furniture Home Store Stadium show, we will catch up with the head coach of the Citadel Bulldogs, Coach Brent Thompson, who's actually from the area. He grew up about 30 miles from here in Poughkeepsie. He grew up going to Army football camps here at Mikey Stadium. His family had season tickets up until just a couple years ago, and unfortunately they can't be in attendance today because of COVID-19, so all the family and friends of Coach Thompson being left on the outside, except for one, a former high school baseball teammate of Coach Thompson who's actually the PA announcer here at Mikey Stadium, and he's the one friend and or family member that Coach Thompson could have in this building uh, without uh, having anything to do with it. So there is somebody here that may be somewhat in Coach Thompson's corner. We won't tell anybody here at Mikey Stadium and rat out their PA announcer. But Coach Thompson with plenty of connections here to the Army program. And uh, as we catch up with him next, I know he's excited and looking forward to being on the sideline today to coach against this team. We'll talk with Coach Thompson when we come back here on the Ashley Furniture Home Store Stadium Show all across the Citadel Sports Network. For over 75 years, Southern Lumber has been building Charleston and the Lowcountry with Anderson windows that look good when the weather doesn't. Talk with the knowledgeable folks at 2031 King Street for that perfect idea for your home. Anderson windows, performance that aces the test of time. Over 75 years of knowledge and quality. Southern Lumber. Southern Lumber and New Your With HomeSmart from Home Telecom, you get the peace of mind of 24-7 security monitoring with the convenience of home automation starting at just $34.99 a month. Get smart control of lights, locks, appliances, thermostat, and more. No matter where you are, the power is in your hands. We call that home, away from home. Right now, save $50 on our most popular equipment package with free SkyBell doorbell. HomeSmart, home automation and security from Home Telecom. Visit homesc.com to learn more. Life's just different on the Carolina coast. It's where we're from and where we live, work, and play. At South Atlantic Bank, we know what it takes to raise a family here, to grow a business here, and to thrive financially while enjoying everything our region has to offer. As your financial partner, we're ready to help you develop a winning game plan, one tailor-made to help you succeed. South Atlantic Bank, a proud sponsor of Collegiate Sports. Visit southatlantic.bank to begin your experience today. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. From the beaches to the far reaches of the low country, when it comes to savings and service, Jones marks the spot. Rush to Jones Ford in North Charleston to save on your next newer pre-owned vehicle and trust the family with over 100 years of experience to care for your vehicle at our state-of-the-art service and collision center. When it comes to savings and service, Jones marks the spot. Jones Ford in North Charleston at the corner of Rivers and Remount, just off I-26, exit 211A. Visit us online at jonesford.com. Back on the Ashley Furniture Home Store Stadium Show, it's, it's, as it's uh, time now to sit down with the head coach of the Bulldogs, Coach Brent Thompson. And Coach, as we get ready for this game against Army, I know you've talked about it for really weeks, but you know what does it mean now that we're at this point of game day to have this game on the schedule and be able to play Army today? 
Well, it's first of all, it's great being here. It's a uh, beautiful day. It's a wonderful environment here. It's, uh, it's a great experience for our players. We're excited to be here. And uh, this is our last game. I, I told the guys last night that I thought uh, it was fitting that we have the last game in such a special place. And uh, we're looking forward to the game today. What does it mean as the last game to try to come in here and get a win? What would that mean for the program moving forward? Well, I think, uh, first of all, is it, we'll talk a little bit about this 2020 senior class right here that uh, unfortunately didn't, didn't get the season or didn't have the team that uh, we thought we were going to have. But uh, it certainly will speak a lot to their character. And they came out here every single day. They fought uh, as hard as they possibly could. And uh, it would mean a lot just moving forward. Uh, if there's a spring season especially, keep the momentum going. Uh, other than that, I think it would be great to uh, just to get a win over Army. And, of course, it's always uh, about the team. But for you yourself, you have the personal connection. What will it be like to be on the sideline here at Army after you, you grew up coming to these games, coming to a camp here now? You're going to be coaching against this program. Yeah, it was special. You know, I woke up and uh, went for a nice run around campus this morning. Uh, I brought back a lot of memories, a lot of memories of being here on different occasions. And uh, certainly being able to coach here is something that uh, I'll probably never forget. And when you go up against a team like Army, the coaching staffs know one another. The programs, what you guys try to do is pretty similar. In a game like this, is it about surprises or just execution? How do you go up against a team that, you know, both sides know what the other team wants to do? You're going to have to have a little bit of both. Is You're going to have to have enough to be able to keep them off balance a little bit. Uh, but you're going to still have to go out there and execute. And that's what I told the offensive guys especially because uh, the defense is used to seeing this. They've got a pretty good understanding of how the adjustments are. They're not going to make many alignment mistakes. Uh, they're not going to give you anything, so you better execute. How helpful was the off week to give you an extra week to get ready for this game? Yeah, it was helpful for a lot of reasons. We had a couple of guys that were just banged up a little bit from the Eastern Kentucky game. Plus, we were able to implement a game plan quickly. When it comes to the defensive side of the ball, is uh, it's completely different than what you were doing in the previous three or four weeks. It gave us an opportunity to go against ourselves and really sharpen our own skills. Yeah, how much does that help for the defense to get ready you know, against Army where they have, you have the perfect scout team? We did, and uh, we were able to do some one-on-one, good-on-good. Uh, things that we really hadn't done a whole lot of this year because of difference of teams and then just being that we had a shortened camp, we didn't get to go against each other quite a bit. So I thought uh, the two weeks ago during the bye week, we had a really good solid week of practice. We toned down a little bit of the um, contact the, the next week, but we still got after it pretty good uh, the three or four days leading up to today. You know, without a postseason to play for in this fall, what would you like to see from your team today to know that you're you're heading into a potential spring season or just this quasi off season in the right spot? I'd like to see mistake free, and uh, that comes in penalties, uh, especially in penalties, uh, and then just doing the silly things that have gotten us into a little bit of trouble. I think if we go out there and we play with all out effort and we play mistake free, uh, I would be that would consider that a win for us. From a personnel standpoint, what can we expect at the B-back position today? Well, it's uh, once again, uh, Amike Nawanze will be the starter there. And uh, Amike did a good job against Eastern Kentucky. So I think he's, uh, you'll see quite a bit of him. Uh, interesting at the backup spot is uh, you'll have Logan Brott will be in there, as well as Nathan Storch, who is a true freshman. Coach, I always ask you, what are your keys to the ball game to get out of here with a win? Well, I kind of mentioned it before, is we need to be mistake-free. Uh, mistake is uh, Somewhere along the line is if you make a big mistake against these guys, they're going to make you pay. Uh, they do not do it. They do not make very many mistakes. They don't turn the ball over to you. Possessions are very, very limited on both sides of the ball. So we've got to make sure that we get off the field, of course. Uh, we've got to play all four downs on defense, and uh, we've got to execute and move the ball down the field and not turn the ball over. Coach, appreciate the time as always and wish you the best of luck today. Thanks, Luke. That's Coach Brent Thompson. We'll come back with more here on the Ashley Furniture Home Store Stadium Show on the Citadel Sports Network. 
If it's a car in a ditch or a car with funny noises under the hood, make that one call to fix it all. Call Toby at Coastal Automotive in Owendon, a full-service preventive and auto repair center that also offers affordable towing service. Coastal Automotive. If you know she's the perfect one, let us help you create the perfect ring. At Scatel's Manufacturing Jewelers, we're your full-service jewelry manufacturer. You see, we eliminate the middleman and create your special ring all on site. And with our free diamond seminar and vast loose diamond selection, you're assured of the right decision while getting the best value. Scatel, you lover. Scatel's Manufacturing Jewelers, locally owned in Mount Pleasant and Charleston. Longtime Boone Hall owner Willie McRae, who passed away earlier this year, Love the Lowcountry. Throughout his life, he believed it is important to support those who help make our area such a great place to live and work. So we feel it is appropriate to use this forum to honor Willie by saluting the Citadel and the values they stand for as an important pillar of the Lowcountry community. And to also say thank you to those who have supported Boone Hall over the years. Enjoy the game. Go Bulldogs! Football, football, finally here. Holy crap, you need some beer. Kicking chicken, it's for you. Bucket specials, crap beer too. Fingers, nuggets, massive wing. Awesome time, that's what we bring. This guy mad, we know it's corny. Can things freak me, me so hungry. The kicking chicken, busting rhymes since 1997. Back on the Ashley Furniture Home Store Stadium show. Time now to sit down with the offensive coordinator of the Bulldogs, Coach Lou Conti. And, Coach, you know, as we get ready for Army today, let's go back to the last game two weeks ago where against EKU your team was able to run for 347 yards and, and had more of what looked like a, a Citadel offensive attack that day on the ground. How pleased were you with the offensive performance? Maybe you wanted to score more points, but in terms of moving the football against EKU two weeks ago. Yeah, I felt, I felt pretty good about it. I mean, we were able to move the ball. Um, probably, probably should have had another, well, a bunch more yards anyways. Um, struggled to, to put the ball in the end zone when we needed to and uh, keep some drives going when we needed to. Um, obviously when you're playing an explosive offense, I think our defense did a great job, but, um, but a couple big plays and, um, I think we've got to finish those drives when you play an offense like them, um, just to, just to establish some type of a lead and we had a chance to, um, but we just did not capitalize and then, and they did, um, and it kind of put us behind and, um, you know, you got to change some things up, but that take you a little bit out of character, but I thought we did a pretty good job of doing what we do well. And when you rush for 347 or whatever it was, I mean, it's a solid day, but we know that there, there could have been more points and more yards out there. So tough to be happy about, but at least you're moving in the right direction. And today you take on Army. Amike Wanzai will be back at the be-back position today. In that game against EKU, he went for a career-high amount of yards. What have you seen from him lately that has you know, made you pleased with his performance? Well, I think Amike has taken the role of I'm the guy now. Um, he's always had Clay Harris in front of him. And I think sometimes when you get in that mode of he's one, I'm two, you don't you don't feel like you're as important to the offense and maybe you approach it a little bit differently as a, I'm a backup, you know, and then Amike gets put in this position where he's got to be the guy and he's starting to get comfortable with it. And um, it took him a couple games, but he has a different confidence about him, um, a different 
different attitude and practice and in meetings. He's very, it's not like he wasn't before me because he's a very smart kid, but he's, you know, in his role as a backup, he was very quiet, you know, didn't say much, just did what he probably thought was expected of him. And now that he's, he's the man, uh, rushing for 100-plus yards, and which we call upon him to do again today. Um, I think he's building confidence. I think he's accepting that role. I think he's understanding that he is counted on for a lot of what we do, and, and I think he likes it. And so you're seeing him kind of come out of his shell, which has been kind of exciting for us as a staff to see this kind of new Amike coming out and, and stepping up and, and being the man and being more comfortable with that. We have no idea what the next few months holds for you know the Southern Conference or for this football program moving forward. Theoretically, maybe this is the last time Brandon Rainey will will take the field in a Citadel uniform. You're very close to the to him to that position. You're in the the quarterbacks room with him. What has he meant for this program and this offense here the last couple of years? You can't you can't put it into words. Um, he's he's been the leader of this team for really probably two and a half years now. Um, you know, he, he's the one that everybody looks to. Um, he is, <clears throat> I've never really quite met a competitor like him before. Um, he's got the brains to back it up, which is why he's a good quarterback. Um, but his attitude is, you know, you can't coach a lot of those intangible things, and he just brings them all. Um, he's the most low-maintenance kid I've ever been around, um, the toughest kid I've ever been around. And we... You can't quite explain how much you'll miss a kid like that. Um, he's meant a lot to us and a lot to me, and he's, he's become a part of our family. And uh, there's no replacing him. There's just you just got to try and rebuild and move on. But um, it's been a pleasure to have him. And he'll be out there today against Army. When you go up against a team like this, that you know because of the offense they run, I'm sure they they're going to know what what you would like to do out there. How important is execution? How important is maybe trying to catch them off guard or surprising them? How do you, you know how do you go about a, a game plan today against a team like this? It's, it's tough. I mean, you go back and forth as to you know do we try and, and trick them, you know, and and play with their fundamentals, which you have to have a little bit of, and then it's. You know, or do we just do what we do and, you know, four yards and, and keep on track and go for it on fourth down? And, and you watch, if you watch an Army-Navy game, they're very locked in the defenses. You know, it's hard to bust big plays on them. If, you know, Navy's quarterback last year was probably the X factor for everything, you know, they, for them to beat Army by how they did and score that many points. But if you take that kid away, it's... I mean, it's a very boring game, low scoring and, and just churning out yards. And I, I do think that's a part of what we have to do, too. I mean, we have to keep their offense off the field. Um, we have to limit their possessions as best we can because they are very good on offense. Um, and so I think you have to have a little bit of a mixture of the two. Um, and we do have a few things that we feel like we've gotten good at over the, the, the last two weeks that we haven't shown before. Um, but it's a bit, it's not a trick, trick anything. It's just a base part of our offense. We just haven't shown it this year, um, haven't needed to. And I think this is a good time to break a couple of those things out and just try and do something that they haven't seen us, they haven't been able to prepare for. Um, and then you've got your home run calls lined up, you know, whether it's on the play action or, or, or you know, reverse or screens or whatever it is. Um, and it all depends on if you can do a series of staying on track and, and four yards and that'll open up 
the window for all those other things. So I think it starts with staying on track, and then that can expand your your play calling a little bit into taking some shots and, and trying to get some points on the board. So we got to do we got to do our basics first, though. Well, coach, we always appreciate the time, and we wish you the best of luck today. Thanks, Luke. That's offensive coordinator Lou Conti of the Citadel Bulldogs. We'll come back with more in the Ashley Furniture Home Store Stadium Show on the Citadel Sports Network. For four days only. This Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday only at Ashley Home Store. Buy one, get half off everything. That's right, buy anything in our showroom and get anything of equal or lesser value half off. Living rooms, bedrooms, mattresses, dining rooms, recliners, table sets, everything is included. Buy a bedroom, get the mattress half off. Buy a sofa, get the love seat half off. Buy a living room, get a dining room for half off. Buy a third item, get the fourth item half off. The savings never end. But buy one, get one half off is for four days only. Only at Ashley Home Store. This is home. Back on the Ashley Furniture Home Store Stadium shows, it's time now for the coordinator's corner, and we sit down with the defensive coordinator of the Bulldogs, Coach Tony Grantham. Coach, as we get ready for this uh, game against Army today, how useful was it to get ready for this game going up against a team that runs an offense you know, pretty similar to what the Citadel does? Uh, it helps a ton. Um, from just from uh, You can go down the hall, and I can ask any of the offensive coaches, hey, if we, we line up like this, what are you all thinking? What would your adjustment be? Um, now, during the season, uh, we don't really go against the offense a lot, uh, so to say, but having this extra bye week uh, has really helped. You know, we kind of went back to a training camp mentality there. Uh, you know, we kind of got back to some of our, who we really are as an identity as a football team, and I think it helps any time that you get more time to prepare for something like this. As you get ready for this Army team, when you look at their option attack, I mean, how much does it differ from what we do offensively? Very similar. Uh, they are more similar to us than maybe the other two academies. Um, they want to establish the fullback. Uh, they do a lot of things formationally, creating surfaces, uh, three-man surfaces, or condensing the formation to get extra guys on the edge. Always looking for angles uh, to try to get the ball to the perimeter as best they can right there. So it's, uh, it's very, very similar. You've coached against this program many times. What is the biggest difficulty with that, that offense? Uh, it's it's Number one, uh, the eye violations have got to be a minimal, uh, especially on the perimeter because those become touchdown plays. Uh, number two, it's a very physical game. Um, so when you play this, uh, it starts with the inside with the fullback. They're trying to establish that. They're trying to get more guys down in the box. They're trying to get guys sucked up in there. And now when you they, they feel like they got a guy, hey, you know, I know they watch guys and they're seeing, hey, has this guy playing this? Once they feel like a guy's being too aggressive or he's starting to not do his job or his assignment, now you see the ball go to the perimeter or the play-action pass game. So defensively, how much do you have to change what you normally do? I know you like to get after the quarterback. You like to make plays in the backfield. Obviously, it's a different offense. So from your defensive side, I mean, how much changes for this game compared to a normal football game? Honestly, we're not changing. Uh, we're going to attack it. Um, I think when you watch teams, they become paralyzed when they play this style and they kind of sit in one defense and they become very vanilla. Um, you know, that's not us. That's not who I want us to be. Uh, we're going to go run our stuff. We have option principles built into what we do. Um, you know, this is a little bit different than, than most of the teams we play, but uh, we're going to go attack them, and we're going to try to make them earn some, earn some yards and create some negative plays right there. 
They may be down to their third option at the quarterback position today. This, does it make a difference with this offense, you know, which quarterback out there? Are there any differences between those guys? No, no. I wish I would like to come out and go air raid on us, but uh, I've got a feeling I know the answer on that with, uh, with Jeff over there. No, they, they've got so many guys on their team. They do a really good job with developmental um, on their roster. Uh, the, the first and second group, they pretty much get equal reps during the week, and when a guy gets bumped up, you know, to the second string from the third string, they get equal reps. So they've done a really good job. You can't really tell a difference in the mechanics or anything like that in the way they run their offense. What guys on your defense will be most crucial in today's game? I think number one, it starts inside. Dalton Owens needs to have a big game for us. Uh, we need to control the interior uh, as best we can. So it starts with the nose position. Obviously, Willie uh, being in there, Anthony Britton being in there, uh, being able to elim- to slow down the fullback. You're not going to stop it. You're going to bleed a little bit. Um, but at the same time, you've got to create some negative plays and get them behind the game and behind the, the, the uh, change there a little bit. Um, you know, looking at both safeties, uh, Sean Thomas Faulkner and uh, Chris Beverly, they're going to play huge roles. Um, number one, they're going to have to be very involved in run support. But number two, their eye, eye violations have got to be zero today. One of their B-backs, Buchanan, is 260 pounds. You went up against a 250-pound running back two weeks ago against EKU. How did you feel your defense handled that big of a running back in preparation for today? You know, for about three quarters, I thought we did a – did a pretty good job. I think he ended up with around 90 yards or so like that. Um, thought in the fourth quarter he got us a little bit. Uh, we kind of got worn down there a little bit. But uh, it's going to be the same type of thing. Um, I mean, this guy's going to be hit it downhill. They're not going to you know, not gonna try to trick you at all right there. They're, they're basically going to say, here it is, and see if you guys can stop it. And we're going to have to respond in there. Well, Coach, we always appreciate the time, and we wish you the best of luck today. Appreciate that. Thank you. Absolutely. That's defensive coordinator Tony Grantham. We'll come back with more here next on the Ashley Furniture Home Store Stadium Show on the Citadel Sports Network. We know your best days include salty skin and a trip to the market in your flip-flops and that on Saturdays, you lift heavy. And we know your relationship with that bridge is kind of complicated. If pain or injuries are making you miss out, Roper St. Francis Orthopedics can help with online scheduling, same-day appointments, and the state's most experienced team. We make it easier to get back to living your best days. Call 833-660-HURT. Longtime Boone Hall owner Willie McRae, who passed away earlier this year, loved the Lowcountry. Throughout his life, he believed it is important to support those who help make our area such a great place to live and work. So we feel it is appropriate to use this forum to honor Willie by saluting the Citadel and the values they stand for as an important pillar of the Lowcountry community. And to also say thank you to those who have supported Boone Hall over the years. Enjoy the game. Go Bulldogs! Back in the Ashley Furniture Home Store Stadium show as we get ready for kickoff between the Citadel and Army coming up in 15 minutes here from Mikey Stadium at West Point in the Hudson Valley of the Empire State with the Bulldogs looking to finish this fall season with the win. And Army at 3-1 and one will try to put together back-to-back wins once again and continue on uh, their good ways. Army actually... You know, we'll see who's under center when the the game begins and Army goes out there first offensively, but they've dealt with some injuries at the quarterback position, and Christian Anderson, their normal starter, junior from the Bronx, uh, was questionable today. Very well could be Jameel Jones, who gets the start, a sophomore quarterback. It would be his first career start, but, you know, Kyle, it seems like the way that these teams 
especially Army. You always think of Army, Navy, the way they run the option, and that it doesn't matter who's in there. You know what they're going to do, and they're usually going to execute it fairly well, regardless of maybe some inexperience or a change at the quarterback position. Yeah, Jones in his last game, 138 rushing yards, couple of touchdowns, 14 attempts. Doesn't sound like too fall on the depth chart to fall off. Right. In other words, especially in college football, you'll see some depth charts where from one to two, it's a big drop off. But as we just heard in the interview with Tony Grantham, you could get down to the third string, fourth string. It really doesn't matter. They all have the the same proper bringing up within the system the understanding of the fundamentals and how to execute it properly and with that it comes with less margin of error so to speak in terms of uh the difference in the ability level or in the difference of what they do within the offense the offense stays the same it's a matter of who's executing it so not as big of a difference between the quarterbacks as you might normally see in other programs yeah, you know, system quarterback is usually a bad thing. But when yeah. it comes to this program and what they want to do, you want to be a system quarterback. You want to be able to run this system and do it well, and Army certainly does, uh, no, no matter who they have at the position. In fact, it's actually been an issue keeping their quarterbacks healthy. They had to use four different quarterbacks last year because of injuries. They're already down to their third quarterback this year because of injuries, and we believe it's going to be Jameel Jones, the sophomore, making his first career start today for Army as they play God Bless America here at Mikey Stadium. And then we will step aside in just a moment for the national anthem, which should follow. No, uh, you know, usually they bring in the football onto the field with uh, people parachuting down onto the field. They're not doing that today. They have done it for other home games this fall, so it's not COVID-related. I don't know if it's uh, the weather or what it may be. It's a beautiful day. It's a little breezy. But it's beautiful here this afternoon. They will not be delivering the football in that manner, and so that's changing the pregame routine a little bit here at uh, Mikey Stadium. Of course, nothing is normal this year because of the pandemic. Only the cadets are allowed in, so in this stadium that fits normally around 38,000, we will only have 5,000 fans today, and they all are the Army cadets. So it certainly will be different than a normal experience, but, hey, we're happy to be here and be part of it and bring it to you. Quick kickoff coming up in uh, just over 10 minutes here from Mikey Stadium. So we will get ready for the national anthem and then uh, come back and, and get ready for kickoff where we'll look at some of the keys to this ball game between Army and the Citadel. It's the first time they're playing since 1994. And, you know, for the Bulldogs, as we touched on earlier in the pregame show, the Citadel, doesn't, they don't really know what's next. We haven't gotten word yet from the Southern Conference on a potential plan for the spring. Uh, we don't know if the Bulldogs, you know, theoretically, the Citadel could still schedule more games in the fall, but that's something that would have to be done in the next week or two to make it work logistically. And so you look at, for the Bulldogs, guys like Brandon Rainey, Ryan McCarthy, or pardon me, Riley Webb, I should say, and even on the defensive side, certain guys like Willie Eubanks, this very well could be their final game in a Citadel uniform, which is kind of odd to think that they don't know for sure, but they certainly, regardless, want to go out there and try to end on a high note playing here at Army. We'll step aside for the National Anthem, come back with some keys to this game when we come back here in the Ashley Furniture Home Store Stadium Show as we get ready for kickoff between the Citadel and Army here from Mikey Stadium coming up all across the Citadel Sports Network. 
This is former South Carolina quarterback Perry Orr, and I'm ready to call your next insurance play. My team at Brown & Brown has you covered for anything life throws your way. Delivering comprehensive solutions, we protect what you value most. Call me, Perry Orr, to find your gap in coverage today at 803-995-5974. That's 803-995-5974. Hey, this is Credit Card Chris, and I'm the president of SignaPay Southeast. We are the premier credit card processing company located right here in the Lowcountry. We are changing the way how credit card processing is done. Are you tired of paying processing fees? We got you. You need a new credit card terminal? We got you. You need a new point of sale system? We got you. Are you stuck in a contract? We'll pay it. We've helped thousands of businesses all over the Lowcountry, and I know we can help you too. Call SignaPay today and eliminate credit card processing fees. 843-884-6884. That's 884-6884. Back on the Ashley Furniture Home Store Stadium Show as we wrap things up and get ready for kickoff coming up in just over five minutes. We'll get to our coin toss in a couple of minutes as well, assuming at least if the referee's microphone is working this week and get ready for football today between Army and the Citadel. Now Lee Glaze normally gives us his Lee's keys to the game as we wrap up every Ashley Furniture Home Store Stadium Show. In case you're just joining us, Lee not with us today. It's his daughter's wedding day. So we send our best to the entire Glaze family. And Lee, I know, was uh, he was uh, you know unhappy certainly to miss this game. But as I said earlier, unfortunately, there are, there are some things every once in a while that take the precedent over Citadel football every once in a while. And certainly your daughter's wedding day is one of those days. So a big day for the entire Glaze family. And uh, we, we hope they have a, a fantastic wedding day there and so lee's not with us here in new york so we have kyle west alongside filling his shoes and big shoes to fill when it comes to lee's keys to the game kyle but you know these programs and and we've been getting ready for this matchup what are some keys to this game as the bulldogs will try to get out of here with a victory heading into some sort of off season not knowing when they may play next but what are the keys to today's game i think one of them is certainly limit mistakes we've certainly heard Head coach Brent Thompson talking about that, and that's always a key coming in. But when you go against a team in Army, everyone knows possessions are going to be limited. You have to make the most of those possessions. And so penalties, turnovers, those become magnified even further in games where you do not have as many times to possess the ball. And that will be fundamental and, and key in this one. Another one, be true to yourself. You heard both of the coordinators talking about that, Luke Conti, when you asked. I thought they were great questions because it is unique to go against such a similar style in Army and to the point where Tony Grantham said they're more similar than even some of the other academies and how these teams line up and the style even within the triple option in terms of some of the nuances. But Luke Conti said, you do what you do. We're not going to change or overhaul what we're doing and not have too many wrinkles other than what's already in our base offense that maybe we haven't shown yet. And for Tony Grantham, when he said, we're not changing, I love that answer when he said that, we're not changing, we're going to attack them. So that's, I think, a key in this one is to continue to do what you do, be true to yourself, and just because it is a unique stylistic matchup on the field, you still have to execute what you do best. And so those are some of the keys in my mind for the Citadel in this one. Bulldogs. Off to, to this uh, 0-3 start. The Citadel they have not lost four in a row since, well, they lost five in a row to end the 2017 season that dipped into the 2018 season. That was the last time 
They lost four consecutive games. And they have not had an 0-4 record. Since 1965, the Bulldogs began that year 0-5. Now, since 1965, this is the sixth time they've been 0-3, but they've always won that fourth game. So the Citadel with a loss today, again, in this unusual year, and this may be the final game of the fall, maybe the final game until next fall, and they'll end this weird 2020 season with an official 0-4 record. But when you look at the standings, the Citadel has never been 0-4 since 1965, and they're trying to avoid that today. Helicopters flying over Mikey Stadium right across from us here high atop the turf field here in the Hoffman press box, and here comes the Black Knights in their black jersey tops charging out towards their sideline below us in the west end of Mikey Stadium. The Bulldogs will follow. The Citadel captain's already out there as we get ready for the coin toss and then kickoff today between... Army and the Citadel coming up as the Bulldogs will try to end this fall season with a victory. Army at 3-1 and one. coming off a victory last week. We'll try to put together another little winning streak here early in their season. We'll uh, get to the coin toss momentarily and then get ready for kickoff for the Bulldogs. It's the usual captains today, and it looks like it's going to be Brandon Rainey. You know, because of COVID-19, now you can only send one guy out to midfield. So, uh, actually, I take that back. You know what? Rainey's not out there. It's Riley Webb, Sean Thomas Faulkner, Willie Eubanks, they're going to walk behind their main captain today, who for the Bulldogs heading out there to, to make the call at midfield will be Thomas Crawford, their starting right tackle, the redshirt junior from Louisville. And we'll see if we can pick up the referee's microphone if it's working for this coin. Play hard, play fair, let's have some fun. Get each other hard. Let's help each other up at the end of the down and just have a good time while we're out here, okay? Citadel, you're the visitors. You get to call the toss. The logo is heads. I'm going to let it hit the ground. What are you going to call? He called tails. It is tails. The Citadel wins the toss and elects to defer to the second half. That's today's referee, Larry Saunders. You heard it. And Army will have the football first when we come back. That'll do it for the Ashley Furniture Home Store Stadium Show. We'll come back with the Citadel and Army next here from New York on the Citadel Sports Network. Are you looking for a challenging and rewarding career that has a positive impact on your community? This is the communications guy at Berkeley Electric Cooperative, and we're now offering a $3,000 scholarship to help start your career as a line worker. Our electrical line worker program is a 14-week course that will give you the knowledge and skills needed to succeed in this high-demand field. The scholarship deadline is October 30th, so visit berkeleyelectric.coop to start your climb towards success. Berkeley Electric is your local Touchstone Energy Cooperative. We're ready to go from Mikey Stadium for one final time here in the fall of 2020 as the Bulldogs are in town to take on Army for the first time since 1994. Back deep to the left is Tyrell Robinson to receive the opening kick for Army. Matt Campbell has it teed off to our right. He will uh, kick it down to the north end. Army will be traveling left to right across your radio dial towards the south end of Mikey Stadium in their black jersey, gold pants, black helmets, the Citadel in the all-white uniforms, numbers in the Citadel blue with Citadel blue piping down the side of the shorts, white helmets as well. And we're ready for these two to battle for the 10th time all-time. Army leading 7-2. to two. 
with the Citadel winning here in this stadium in 1991 and 92. They have not played since 94. The opening kick brought to you by Sparrow and Kennedy, your local John Deere supplier. Sparrow and Kennedy's deals on John Deere tractors are working hard for you. Stop by one of their seven locations across South Carolina, including the Ravenel store just down Savannah Highway, or visit SparrowKennedy.com. Just the 5,000 cadets here in attendance. They get loud enough for the entire stadium that normally fits 38,000 here at Mikey Stadium. We're still waiting for the okay here from, I imagine, the TV side of things. Because everyone else is good to go. Back deep is the freshman Tyrell Robinson who returned the opening kick to the scrimmage this year for Army and has big play potential. And he's back for this kickoff from Matt Campbell, who has it teed up to the 35 to our right. Now he gets the okay, charges to the football, swings the right leg, and boom, we're underway. It's a sneak onside kick, and the Bulldogs recover up the far sideline on a little pop-up onside kick that the Bulldogs caught right around the 41-yard line. And we talked all pregame show about potentially coming out with some surprises, and the Bulldogs, they do start the game with a surprise, and they catch Army off guard. You could not have executed that any perfectly. You have to have the kick that pops up in the air and a great job. Destin Mack running underneath it. He caught it on the fly. He knew exactly where to go. It was as if the ball was thrown to him, but it was kicked end over end, perfectly dropping in right to a spot where Mack was running all along to make the catch, catching Army off guard. The Bulldogs were a perfect two for two on onside kicks last year, the most in the conference. They're only the, the only team with two recoveries. And they uh, pick up their first onside this year. So the Citadel, the first and ten at Army's 46. What a start. Rainey under center. He'll begin by giving to Nwanze on first down. And Nwanze running between the tackles will take it up just only for a yard to the 45. Inwanze, the starting B-back today for the Bulldogs. He ran it for a career-best 114 yards last game against EKU. He had only 155 yards a year ago, so he almost matched that two Saturdays ago at Johnson Haygood. You'll also see Logan Brott as the backup B-back for the Bulldogs. Rainey may be playing in his final game with the Citadel, the starting quarterback per usual. Second and nine at Army's 49. Rainey back to throw, fires to the right side. And a diving interception was hauled in at the 33 by Army and a quick turnover as Markel Broughton with his second career interception. Rainey turns it over, and that is the fifth interception for this Army defense as the Bulldogs come out with the onside kick on the opening kick and two plays later give it right back to Army. It looked like a miscommunication there. The receiver, Raleigh Webb, just broke off his route and turned around more of a button hook and it looked as though the throw was designed more toward the sideline for him to break on an out route so first and 10 for army they'll begin at their own 33 yard line first and 10 and the uh black knights moving left to right across your dial begin with a handoff to the b back who running between the tackles charged ahead for only a couple and that was Cade Barnard with his 11th carry of the year. Sandon McCoy and Jacoby Buchanan will be the other fullbacks for Army. McCoy with five touchdowns this year. Buchanan 260 pounds. You'll see them at the B-back spot for Army today. So a pickup of a yard. It's second and nine for Army at their own 34. Snap taken by Jones. Breaks the first tackle right at the line of scrimmage. And running to his left, he's grabbed immediately by Anthony Britton, who pulls him down at the 35, a pickup of a yard. 
It'll be third and eight for Jameel Jones, the sophomore quarterback making his first career start. Last week ran for 138 yards and two touchdowns against Abilene Christian, filling in for the injured Christian Anderson, and he will be faced with his first third down of the day. Army converting 50% of their third downs this season. It'll be a third and eight at their own 35. One wide receiver split out wide right. Jones up under center. Barnard will be back behind him. Third and eight for Army on their first possession. Jones back to throw. Pressure. He rolls right. Looking downfield. Fires up the near sideline. And it's knocked away. Incomplete. Defended by Jay Howard. Up the near side. And the Citadel will force an Army three and out on their first possession. Great job by Howard. He was step for step with the receiver inside right there to reach up and make the play on the ball. That was great coverage downfield. Army with their eighth three and out of the season. And they'll have to punt it away on their first possession. Here's Zach Harding, second-year punter for Army, averaging 47 yards per punt, sixth best in FBS football. Takes the snap at his 20, gets it away off the right foot. Dominic Poole will let it bounce around the 20 of the Bulldogs to our right. He's going to skip inside the 15, come to a stop around the 13. And a pretty good punt for Zach Harding. As of his 12 punts this year, he has now put three of them inside the 20. And the Bulldogs will begin around their own 13-yard line after a 52-yard punt from Harding. Takes us to a timeout on the field. Both teams with the football once today. The Citadel turned it over on an interception. Army then went three and out. And with 12.47 to go in the first quarter, we're scoreless as we'll get a look at the Citadel offense 2.0 when we come back after this all across the Citadel Sports Network. Hello, Charleston. Football is in the air, and what a great time to become a member of the Citadel Football Association. Since 1984, our goal has been to get the greater Charleston community involved in the Citadel football. Alumni, family, and friends are encouraged to help make a difference by promoting and supporting the CFA. Visit our website for more information at cfabulldogs.org or call 953-5123. We look forward to seeing you this season at Johnson Haygood Stadium. Get involved, make a difference, and remember, it's a great day to be a Bulldog. to go here in the first quarter just underway from Mikey Stadium. And no scores. The Bulldogs, Brandon Rainey turned it over. The Citadel came out with a surprise onside kick on the opening kick, just like they had planned for Clemson. But if you remember, Matt Campbell went before he got the okay from the officials, and so that onside kick did not count. It did count today, but then two plays later, Brandon Rainey threw the third interception of his season on his first pass attempt. The Bulldogs' defense then getting a three-and-out stop, so they have it back just two minutes into the game. And, Kyle, man, what a start. Welcome to the broadcast. We're trying to settle in here, and uh, we got an onside kick, an interception, a three-and-out, and just like that, two minutes into the game, the Citadel already with their second possession. Yeah, you didn't warn me about any of that. <laughs> <laughs> we move quick around here. <laughs> you said it had big shoes to fill with Lee, but you didn't tell me anything about onside kicks and quick possessions. But uh, it was an exciting, eventful start. Certainly there's a lot of energy here, even with the limited attendance like you were talking about, and that's energized the sideline for the Bulldogs. Now a chance they'll have to go the length of the field. But a great way to start is even with the turnover, I still think that energy is there within the team to really have a chance to 
have Army on its heels a little bit, so to speak, and see what they can do here with a longer field. Yeah, I do agree with you. You come out with the onside kick, even defensively, you get a quick three and out, you only allow two yards, and it sets the tone early like, hey, this, you know, this isn't the Clemson game where we're getting run off the field immediately. Bulldogs certainly can match this Army team, and they'll begin their second drive here, first and 10 at their own 13 from the left hash, traveling right to left across your dial towards the north end of Mikey Stadium in their all-white uniforms. Randy up under center through the interception on his first pass attempt. He's gone two for nine throwing the football in each of the last two games. So he'll begin first and ten under center and actually the I formation. Two guys behind him. Randy takes a snap. Play act, or I should say uh, fakes a handoff on the option. Triple option moving right. And then Randy gets swallowed up behind his right guard for a pickup of a yard to the 14. Not much running space for Brandon who had a season high 70 rushing yards last week. He'll be moving behind the Citadel moving company up front from left to right. The offensive line is Howard Whitaker, Tool, Hawes, Drayton, and Crawford. And if Rainey does put it in the air, of course, Riley Webb and Ryan McCarthy, the two wide receivers, they are both split out wide right for Rainey on second and nine here. From their own 14 for the Bulldogs, he's under center. Takes the snap, rocket toss to Wallace, running to the right side. Gets upended, ball squirts out at the 15. It's a fumble, and the Citadel able to recover. As Johnny on the spot was Riley Webb to fall on it to avoid disaster. It'll be third and eight for the Bulldogs after they nearly turned it over again. So the first third down for the Bulldogs today. Fumbles have been an issue for the Citadel. They fumbled six times against EKU two weeks ago in their last game. Did not play last week. The off week to get ready for this one. Here's a third and eight for the Citadel from their own 15. Bulldogs converting 39% of their third downs this year. I formation for Rainey under the center. Takes the snap. A delayed handoff to Sessions, the second man through the line with a big hole running to his right side. Gets to the perimeter. Picks up a first down. Running up the sideline into his own sideline. Heading into the Citadel bench across the 30. They'll spot it right at the 30-yard line. And it's a 15-yard pickup for Keontae Sessions. His longest run of the year. The Bulldogs convert the third and eight. Great run by Sessions. He had to wait for his block to get in position downfield. He set that up, and then he had to run through a possible ankle tackle. If that happens there, he's short of the first down, but he ran through that, made the first man miss, got the first down. First and 10 for the Citadel, their own 30. I formation for Rainey. He's going to give to Nwanze the B-back who churns the legs, grinds his way between the tackles. Up the right hash to the 33 for a three-yard pickup for Nwanze on his second carry of the day. It'll be second and seven for the Bulldogs. No Clay Harris today for the Citadel. Once again, he has not played now in the last three games. Only one carry this year for Clay Harris. So Nwanze is the starting B-back for the Bulldogs. Second and seven from their own 33. Two wide receivers left, one right for Rainey. Under center in the I formation. Takes a snap. He's going to drop back to throw. Out route, near side, and it's through the hands of a stumbling Riley Webb around the 40-yard line on the near side. Throw a little bit off the mark. Webb got his hands on it, couldn't haul it in. It'll be third down and seven for the Citadel. Webb did beat his man on the route, though. He had a step or so to make the catch. Broughton was in the area. Would have been interesting to see if Broughton could have made that tackle if the pass had been complete or if Webb might have been able to create some room to run and we see the Citadel coming out and throwing a couple times already early on Luke. Yeah three wide receivers a different look for the Bulldogs. I formation for Rainey not used to seeing this. He's under center on third and seven. Delayed handoff to Sessions 
That's the same play they ran on the last third down, this time not fooling anybody. And Sessions, moving between the tackles, only got about a yard and then was corralled and swallowed up by that Army defense as tackling him was Chris Fry, the defensive lineman. And the Bulldogs, after one first down, they'll go three and out, and Campbell will have to punt for the first time. Clock runs, 9.48 to go here in the first quarter. Tyrell Robinson back around his own 27 for the punt return from Campbell. Campbell gets the kick away. Robinson has to backpedal inside the 20, turns around, drops the punt, picks it up, breaks one tackle at the 15. Flag on the play as Robinson cuts up the numbers at the 20. He's tackled around the 22. And we'll see what the flag is as Army, for the time being, will begin at their 22. Tyrell Robinson muffed the punt, tried to go with an over-the-shoulder type of play. Fortunately for his sake, no Bulldogs were close enough to recover that football as it fell on the turf. Robinson picked it up, made a man miss got across the 20 and made something out of what looked like absolutely nothing and what could have been a disaster but we'll wait on the penalty which could back up army during the return illegal block in the back number 26 return team half the distance first down quindrell and hammonds the sophomore defensive back with the penalty on army as heard by today's referee larry saunders and so army will be backed up inside their own 10 after the nice punt from matt campbell and the penalty on the return 9.29 to go, first quarter. Army will have a first and 10 at their own seven-yard line. When we come back, still no score, and Army's offense will be out there for just the second time when we return after this word from your local sponsors all across the Citadel Sports Network. Southern Lumber is where knowledge continues to be handed down from generation to generation for over 75 years. Attention to detail, quality products like Anderson Windows, and quality service is what they do. It's who they are. Stop by 2031 King Street and see for yourself what quality means at Southern Lumber and Anderson Windows. Southern Lumber, proudly serving the low country. Southern Lumber and New World. Your natural choice for quality. During this pandemic, all companies will be trying to save money. The office people are here to help. Does your copier lease cost more than your car payment? Have you thought about replacing your office printers and copiers with newer, faster, even less expensive models? With over 20 years of guiding and educating their customers in the business technology industry, you can count on the office people to give you the most helpful tips to cut costs. Contact the office people today and save up to 30% on your copier costs. Call 843-769-7774 or visit theofficepeople.com to schedule a virtual appointment. to go, first quarter here from Mikey Stadium in New York where the Bulldogs and Army are scoreless. Army will have their second possession, first and ten of their own seven coming out of this timeout following the second longest punt for Matt Campbell this year. A 53-yard punt plus a penalty on the return, and Army's backed up to their own seven-yard line to begin their second possession after they went three and out on their first possession and now backed up as well after the nice punts of the Citadel making it tough on Army offensively so far early on. Now you mentioned Robinson going back, trying to make an over-the-shoulder catch. The booming punt caught him off guard. He started off around his own 25, if not a little bit further upfield, and all of a sudden had to turn around and sprint back, tried to make that over-the-shoulder catch around the 15. There is a pretty stiff breeze that's popped up a little bit. It's blowing about 10, 12 miles an hour, but it's blowing with the Bulldogs here in this quarter, and I think that's also what 
caused Robinson to really misjudge the flight of that football and all of a sudden have to try to make the play, which he did muff the original catch and then able to pounce on it, but it led to a block in the back. Yeah, it's true. 72 degrees and beautiful today, but we do have, uh, the according to the official weather report, 11-mile-per-hour winds going in the Citadel's favor here in the first quarter, blowing right to left across your dial. Army going against the wind, begins first and 10 of their own seven. Jones takes the snap, running the option to the right side. He's strung out, and he's brought down for a loss on the play. Tackled at the five, Chris Beverly darting up from the secondary to drop Jones in the backfield for a loss of two. Great job by the Bulldogs defense. Plenty of white jerseys swarming over in that direction. He had nowhere to go. Beverly with his third tackle behind the line of scrimmage this year for the junior free safety, who was all Southern Conference a year ago. Second and 12 for Army at their own five. Up under center is Jones in his first career start. Second and 12. He collides with his B-back as he tried to hand the football off. He got it into the hands of, it looked like Buchanan. No, pardon me, Anthony Atkins was the ball carrier, the sophomore running back who took it up the right hash, getting it to the eight-yard line for a pickup of three. So it'll be third and nine for Army. I don't know how they completed that exchange right there. They ran into each other pretty hard, and they were going opposite directions. But Atkins did a good job maintaining possession of the football and at least moving forward for some positive yardage. Atkins stays out there. The B-back is Cade Barnard, flanked off the right shoulder of Jones, who's now in the gun. Four wide receivers on third and nine for Army from their own eight. Jones back to throw. Now he's going to look to run. He takes off to his right, gets across the line of scrimmage, tucks the football, and is tackled at the nine-yard line by a host of Bulldogs. Chris Beverly in there. Looks like Brian Horn as well. Anthony Britton, about four Bulldogs combined. Destin Mack as well to take down the quarterback, Jamil Jones, around the nine-yard line. So a pickup of only a yard for Jones, and Army goes three and out on their first two possessions. Really have to credit the Bulldogs, especially that first three and out off of a quick change, off of a turnover, and then this one to follow it up. Here's the punt out of his own end zone from Harding, left to right. It's a short kick, kicking into the wind. It's going to bound at the 45, cross midfield, trickle to the Citadel 45, and it'll be down there by the Black Knights. So because of the bounce, add an extra 10 yards, and it actually turned into about a 46-yard punt, but only 36 yards in the air, kicking into the wind. And the Bulldogs' defense doing another great job setting up the offense with some more good field position. The Bulldogs will begin first and 10 at their own 45. So 7.23 to go, first quarter, no score. Back and forth we go. It's been an offensive struggle here in the first half of the opening stanza. And the Bulldogs will have a first and 10 at their own 45. When we come back, no score. As we pause here on the Citadel Sports Network. If it's a car in a ditch or a car with funny noises under the hood, make that one call to fix it all. Call Toby at Coastal Automotive in Awendaw, a full-service preventive and auto repair center that also offers affordable towing service. Coastal Automotive. With HomeSmart from Home Telecom, you get the peace of mind of 24-7 security monitoring with the convenience of home automation starting at just $34.99 a month. Get smart control of lights, locks, appliances, thermostat, and more. No matter where you are, the power is in your hands. 
We call that home away from home. Right now, save $50 on our most popular equipment package with free SkyBell doorbell. HomeSmart, home automation and security from Home Telecom. Visit HomeSC.com to learn more. Kicking chicken in your car. Kicking chicken at the bar. Kicking chicken from afar. Kicking chicken six feet apart. Winter, spring, summer, fall from the coolest doctor of them all. Kicking chicken, safe and social since 1997. Kicking chicken! to go in the first quarter. And the Bulldogs getting the football back. The Citadel and Army with no score midway through the first quarter. Army offensively unable to do much. Two possessions, two punts, zero first downs. In fact, Army with only four yards gained so far on their six offensive plays. So the Citadel defense doing a good job and now setting up their offense with a good field position. The Bulldogs will have a first and 10 of their own 45. Defense has been great. See if the offense can get it going. The interception on the first possession, there was the fumble, even though Bulldogs are able to jump on it. So one of our keys in terms of limiting mistakes, we'll see if the Bulldogs can have a clean possession here and be able to move the ball down the field a little bit more effectively. Citadel will have a first and 10 out of this media timeout at their own 45, moving right to left across your dial, trying to strike first. Rainey up under center in the flex bone for the Bulldogs. And Wanze to be back behind him. They'll run the option to the right side. Rainey will keep it, lowering his shoulder, moving behind his right tackle. And he barrels ahead to the 47 for a pickup of two, being tackled right at the top of the logo at midfield here for the Black Knights, painted on the turf at Mikey Stadium. It's second and eight for the Citadel. Rainey early on now with three carries for the Bulldogs. The Citadel going up against defensive coordinator Nate Woody in his first year with Army. He coached at Wofford for 15 years, so he knows this option attack well. Second and eight for the Citadel. They'll go to Nwanze, the B-back, who keeps the legs churning and moves behind his center, crossing midfield into Army territory up to the 49. It's a pickup of four for Nwanze. And it sets up a manageable third and four for the Bulldogs at the Army 49-yard line. And Wanze, very good a week ago with those, or two weeks ago now, last game. When he went for 114 against EKU, the Bulldogs ran it for 347 yards that day in the loss. Here's a third and four for the Citadel just over midfield. One first down so far for the Bulldogs today. Rainey under center in the flex bone. Takes the snap. Triple option. Right side. He's going to keep it himself. Try to cut it up the right hash, but nowhere to go. And he picks up maybe half a yard inside the 49. It'll be fourth and a long three in Army territory. And here comes Matt Campbell. The Bulldogs with the win to their back. They're going to try to play the field position game. It's a pretty good read by Rainey. Looked like there was a seam there to cut up field, but Eric Smith cut that down really quickly. The linebacker for Army filled that hole uh, much quicker than anyone anticipated. That's what shut down the play. Robinson, the return man, standing at his own 10. Here's the punt from Campbell, just trying to pooch it inside the 20. It's going to bounce at the 8, and he'll be saved right around the 1 for the Citadel. Do they do so successfully? And the officials getting together. It looks like the Bulldogs did. 
Joe Douglas, the junior linebacker, tried to save that football from going in the end zone, and they're going to spot it right at the one-yard line. You couldn't draw it up any better for Matt Campbell on the punt. Douglas downing it inside the one, and Army's going to be backed up for the second straight possession. Tremendous effort there by the punt coverage team getting on that one, and, yeah, all the officials came together, took three of them, but eventually they identified that it was downed at the one-yard line successfully. So great job done. Matt Campbell with the punt of 47 yards. And Campbell this year, 21 punts. He's now put eight of them inside the 20, including both today. So 5.22 to go first quarter. And Army will be all the way backed up, first and 10 at their own one. Now Army did have a 99-yard touchdown drive in their first game of the season against Middle Tennessee State. So they've done this before. But today, Army, two possessions on offense. And they have been unable to move the football. Zero first downs, only six total yards. Now backed up, no score, 5.22 to go first quarter. And even though the Bulldogs haven't done a ton offensively, and they do have the turnover on the interception so far in the first 10 minutes, it seems in what has really been a field position game that the Citadel has you know, had control, and they certainly have felt comfortable out there against Army. Yeah, you're seeing at least one first down when, when the Citadel was backed up in its own defensive red zone, so to speak. They get a first down, able to move the ball out a little bit, and then the big punt flips the field. Whereas Army, when they've been pinned down in their own territory the first time, not able to get a first down, that three and out changes the field position a little bit. Now we'll see what they can do, pinned down even further in their own territory. Army 3-1 and one this year, the Bulldogs 0-3. And, and for Army, they're without their starting quarterback, Christian Anderson, the junior from the Bronx, who injured his leg in the first quarter last week against Albaline Christian. And they're still waiting on Jabari Laws, who is up there on their quarterback depth chart as well. He has missed seven straight games now, dating back to last year because of an injury. He's just been a week-to-week thing. So it's Jamil Jones getting the start today, the sophomore from Texas. five foot 10, 210 pounds, making his first career start, blagging just his sixth career game. And he's trying to lead Army today as the third-string quarterback filling in. But a tough task here. He'll be backed up at his own one. Army began last possession at their own seven and went three and out, had a punted away from their own end zone. And this will be even more challenging. First and ten from their own one. Jacoby Buchanan, the 260-pound fullback, is out on the field. He's standing in the end zone behind Jones. He'll be up under center. One wide receiver split out wide right for Army. That's Michael Roberts, their leading receiver. Only three receivers with a catch this year for Army. If they put it in the air, it'll be Roberts, Donaldson, or Alston that you'll hear from. And here we go. First and ten from their own one. Jones under center. Bulldogs with five men on the defensive front. And Army got him to jump. Dewey Green flinched on the right side of the offensive line. Offside. Defense number 44. Five-yard penalty. Still first down. Trying to limit mistakes. We've seen a couple offensively and the first miscue defensively those are a big five yards not all penalties are created equal that is a massive five yards because now army has that comfort of not being on its own goal line knowing it needs to at least get a no gain to avoid two points for the citadel yeah you like better discipline from your sophomore defense alignment first and five of their own six now for army another collision between jones trying to hand it to his b-back buchanan 
who's corralled right at the line of scrimmage and driven back by a number of Bulldogs. Those two have not been on the same page today, and Buchanan able to carry it for maybe a yard. It'll be second and four. Yeah, it's unusual to see in terms of the execution of that first read there, but both of them have been a little bit clumsy. Not on the same timing for Buchanan and Jones meeting at the mesh point. Here's a second and four, we'll call it, for Army at their own seven. Jones under center, Buchanan behind him. Option left side, big hole for Jones, cutting up the left hash, crossing the 10, and moving his way across the first down sticks up to the 12. His helmet came off, but Jones able to carry it for a first down pickup as eventually stopping him Number seven from Army's was Marquise Blunt. And you heard there from our official Larry Saunders. Jones picked up the first down, but his helmet came off, so he's got to come out for a play. And for Army, they'll turn to their fourth-string quarterback, Maurice Bellin, who was really originally a running back, and they've turned the sophomore into a quarterback. So he'll be under center for at least one play. First and ten for Army at their own 12. Snap from the left hash. Bellin drops the ball, and he's grabbed from behind and brought down in the backfield by Marquise Blunt. Back at the nine for a loss of three on the play. And immediately, Jamil Jones will head back out onto the field, and Bellin comes out after fumbling the snap. Yeah, Jones better tighten up those chin straps and make <laughs> sure that helmet doesn't come off again because that almost led to near disaster for Army. And it is unusual. Granted, it's only the first quarter, but Army not as crisp as you might expect no. coming out in this one. They've, they've had some miscues and mistiming more than you usually see. Certainly. Here's a second and... 12 for Army at their own 9. Option right side. Jones slips through the first tackler. Moves up the right hash. And he takes it up to the 15. Chugging along for 6. And so it'll be 3rd and 7 for Army at their own 15-yard line as they're working hard for these yards. 3rd and long. So, again, the Citadel with the defense putting Army in down in distance. Not as favorable. See if they can once again come through and get off the field. Army 0 for 2 on third downs today. Here's a third and 7 from their own 15. No score. 3.15 to go first quarter. Jones in their center. Three men in the backfield with him. And movement up front. Both sides pointing to the other. The Bulldogs thinks it's on Army and it is. Number 15. Five yard penalty. Third down. That's Brahim Murphy. One of the slot backs for Army. And that makes it even more challenging. Now it's third and 12 for Army at their own 10. And he started to lean back out of his crouch ever so slightly, but when you're on the end like that, it's much more noticeable, and the headlines have been noticed right away. So, again, another miscue by Army. So third and 12 for Army at their own 10. Spread formation for the Black Knights. Four wide receivers. Jones in the gun with the fullback to his right. He'll drop back to throw. Looking left, rolling left, firing it into no man's land as he skips it up the left hash. And it's an incomplete pass, and the Bulldogs' defense coming up with another stop as having to punt it once again from his own end zone will be Zach Harding. There were three receivers in the area, area being defined as a wider range because nobody was really within five to seven yards of where that football ended up but all three receivers were running routes over there but it really split the difference and wasn't catchable by any of them dominic pool at his own 45 here comes the punt from harding under slight pressure he gets it away pool calling for a fair catch collides with his own teammate now he's going to take it on a hop as he was backpedaling from the collision and they'll call it down at the 49 of army 
Man, the wind must be pretty tough down there on the field because these guys on both sides are having a tough time with these punts. And Dominic Poole calling for the fair catch, and then he ran into his own guy. Knocked him backwards. The ball skipped into his chest where he hauled it in, and they, uh, since he called for the fair catch, uh, they'll, they'll down it at midfield. That's where the sitter will begin. Yeah, that ball was coming straight down, if not going back toward the Army goal line a little bit. So that wind certainly is wreaking havoc on those high-flying punts. First and ten for the Citadel at midfield. No score later stages of the first quarter. Triple option right side. Rainey's going to toss it to Wallace. Wallace gets to the numbers with a first down into Army territory across the 40, inside the 35. Collard around the 25 up the far sideline. They'll spot him out of bounds at the 28. And a great run for Cooper Wallace as he goes for 22. It's the longest run of the redshirt freshman's career. Great block downfield by Webb to spring that for the additional yardage down the field. Once they had the edge, that was well executed all the way around. Final two minutes of the first quarter, no score. The Bulldogs first and ten at Army's 28. Rainey under center, goes to Nwanze. He tries to barrel behind his left guard. He's upended at the 26-yard line, spotted at the 27, a pickup of one for Nwanze on first down. This is the furthest the Citadel has gotten onto the field as they're knocking on the door to the red zone with a second and nine at the Army 27. Final 90 seconds, clock runs here in the first quarter with no score. Rainey under center, flex bone formation for the Bulldogs, three men in the backfield. Rainey takes the snap, option right side, he's going to cut up behind his right guard, slips one tackler, lowers the shoulder, and falls ahead to the 22, roaming the right hash. And Rainey picks up a couple. will set up third and four for the Bulldogs. Bulldogs in a nice rhythm here offensively. Of course, the big run early on in the possession certainly helps set the tone. But now a third and manageable for the Bulldogs here. See what they can get into the red zone. Third and four for the Citadel at the Army 22. Ball will be snapped from the right hash. Rainey under center. Three men in the backfield. Option left side. Rainey keeping it himself. Takes a head-on collision. And he's twisted down at the line of scrimmage. No gain for Rainey running to his left. So he's tackled at the 22. And now will be fourth and four for the Bulldogs. And decision time for Coach Thompson. They don't have to make that decision yet if they do not want to. Because the clock is running down here at the end of the quarter. They have set the field goal unit on, though. And they're hurrying out there. I think maybe, the you wind. Know, yeah, they have the wind at their back. I think they want to get this off in the first quarter. Ten seconds left, clock runs. Here comes the freshman, Colby Kittner. It's going to be a 39-yard field goal from the center of the field. Snap back, spot down, kick is a line drive up to our left, and it's good. First made field goal in 11 quarters for the freshman, and the Citadel strikes first with a 3-0 lead on the final play of the first quarter. This is the first time all fall that the Bulldogs end a quarter with a lead. And we head to the second here from Mikey Stadium with the Bulldogs leading 3 to nothing. The Citadel, they strike first. Army will get it to start the second quarter when we come back after this word all across the Citadel Sports Network. Start with a foundation of toughness, then add exceptional intelligence and dominating power. That's how you build a winner. And that's how Ford builds their lineup of vehicles with features like EcoBoost technology for a winning combination of power and performance. Another reason why Ford is America's best-selling brand 10 years in a row. Leaders aren't born, they're built. 
And in the Carolinas, they're built for victory. Learn more at buyfordnow.com or contact your Carolina Ford dealer today. Based on 2010 through 2019 calendar year sales. This is former South Carolina quarterback Perry Orr, and I'm ready to call your next insurance play. My team at Brown & Brown has you covered for anything life throws your way. Delivering comprehensive solutions, we protect what you value most. Call me, Perry Orr, to find your gap in coverage today at 803-995-5974. That's 803-995-5974. The Citadel takes a 3-0 lead to the second quarter here at Mikey Stadium as the Bulldogs score on the final play of the first quarter. A 39-yard field goal from Colby Kintner, his third field goal of the year to cap off a five-play drive of two and a half minutes that went 28 yards, resulting in the field goal. And for the first time this year, the Citadel, they ended a quarter with the lead up 3-0 as Army will get it back to begin the second quarter. But before we go any further... Better late than never. Let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves coast to coast and worldwide all across the Citadel Sports Network. WQNT AM 1450, W271CP 102.1, Charleston, Kirkman Broadcasting Stations. The Bulldogs with the 3-0 lead heading to the second quarter. The Citadel, they have only led for 4 minutes and 13 seconds all fall. Well, they'll take a 3-0 lead to the second quarter, and uh, Kyle seemed like they wanted to make sure they got that kickoff in time while they had the wind with their back, and Kittner put it through from 39 yards away. Really smart and really well executed, and that's something that doesn't happen in the moment. That's coaching all the way up and down the sidelines. You have to have the special teams unit ready to run on the field. The kicker has to be prepared to be out there with a moving clock as time is winding down, and so that decision was made ahead of time far enough in advance to be able to execute that but then at the end of the day you still do have to execute it that was really exciting to see them be able to rush onto the field get the kickoff while the wind was still at their back and of course take the lead as a result so the Citadel in the three nothing advantage army has been unable to do anything offensively today the black knights with one first down in that first quarter and averaging just one yard per play so far this afternoon, they're 0 for 3 on third downs. It's been a struggle for the Black Knights. Being led by Jamel Jones, their third-string quarterback this afternoon due to injuries. And the Citadel striking first. Today, by the way, the first time all year that Army did not score on their opening possession. As they went 3 and out on their first possession of the day. Matt Campbell with the football teed up he sends it away to our right towards the south end of the uh, field and calling for it with a fair catch and bringing it in at the five yard line is Tyrell Robinson so Army will begin first and ten of their own 25 two teams switching sides Army traveling right to left across your radio dial trying to score in the north end of Mikey Stadium and just looking to put together some sort of drive offensively with the early struggles for head coach Jeff Munkin and company yeah, right now 11 plays for a total of 13 yards. That's not something Army wants to see really at any point in the box score, but especially not at the end of 15 minutes of play. First and 10 from their own 25, Jones under center. Takes the snap, rocket toss to Robinson, moving to his right. 
He's collared around the 25, slips the tackle of Eubanks. It's going to bring in a flag. I think Eubanks grabbed his face mask. And then Chris Beverly shoved Robinson out of bounds at the 25, the line of scrimmage. So no gain, but I imagine this will be a face mask against the Bulldogs. I think somebody jumped offside as well. I think there's going to be multiple infractions. All of them are against the Citadel, but he had a couple miscues there. There are two fouls on the play. Offside, defense, that penalty is declined. Personal foul, face mask, defense number nine. 15-yard penalty, automatic first down. Yeah, that's Willie Eubanks trying to corral Tyrell Robinson on the perimeter. Robinson is 5'9", 180 pounds. He's a freshman from Georgia who was not on the two deep in preseason, but during their little summer camp, he really impressed the coaches, and now he's one of their starting running backs, and he's their main returner on special teams, and he's very quick. First and 10 for Army at their own 40. Jones working from the right hash, takes the snap, turns, gives to his fullback, and chugging up the right hash for a couple, charging ahead is Anthony Adkins with his second carry of the day. Takes it to the 44-yard line for a pickup of four. You'll see Robinson, Adkins, and Hobbs are the running backs. McCoy, Buchanan, Barnard, the fullbacks, if you can keep all the names straight. Army will hand it off to a lot of different guys throughout the afternoon. Second and six for the Black Knights from their own 44, working from the center of the field. Jones under center. Takes the snap, option right side, will keep it himself with a lead blocker. He gets outside his tackle, crossing midfield, across the numbers, and he's wrapped up and driven out of bounds across the far sideline by Sean Thomas Faulkner at the 45 of the Bulldogs, but enough for a first down pickup as Jones takes it for 11 to move the chains. Nice run by Jones, and nice job setting up his block, and to your point about the substitutions for Army, Right before that last play, three new players on, three players off. Now before this snap, two new players come on, two players run off. So they do like to sub a lot. First and ten for Army at the Citadel 45. Jones under center. Goes to Barnard. Barnard chugging behind his right guard, the fullback. Carrying it ahead for a yard, a tough yard and a half to the 44. It'll be second and nine after the junior took it for only one. Second and nine for Army. We'll shuffle guys in and out. Here comes Buchanan into that backfield for the Black Knights. Tony Grantham calling the plays for the Citadel. He spent 10 years at Navy and went 9-1 and one against Army. Taking the snap is Jones on second and nine. Running to the right, Anthony Britton grabs him from behind, catches up to him as Jones was trying to get across uh, or outside of his right tackle. And he's brought down at the 43, a pick of a yard. Britain making his 24th tackle of the year will be third and eight for Army. Great job by Britain wrapping up and bringing him down. And about Tony Grantham there a moment ago, how about playing Army so many times, as you just said, ten times, and yet this was his first time getting to see this stadium because they always play at neutral sites in that rivalry. That's right. He lost the last matchup against Army two years ago, said he's still not over it. <laughs> and we'll try to get some revenge today. Jones under center. Third and eight for Army. Jones dropped back to throw. Stands in the pocket. He's going to swing it into the right flat. Completed to one of his backs who moves up for a first down across the far sideline. Breaks out of an ankle tackle. And Tyrell Robinson carries it up to the 33 for an Army first down. And he went out into the flats and was wide open there. He had about 10 or 12 yards worth of cushion before the nearest Bulldogs defender. So even though he caught that ball at the line of scrimmage, he had plenty of open space 
to be able to make a move and get the first down. Second career catch for Robinson, and that 16-yard reception is the longest of the two. First and 10 for Army at the Citadel 32. Jones under center, play action, back to throw again. Steps up, fires it, wide open receiver, and it's incomplete. Overshot him in the end zone. That should have been an easy touchdown for the Black Knights. Instead, Jamil Jones overthrew Rekin Donaldson, and the Bulldogs fortunate that a defensive breakdown did not cost them there. Yeah, two guys went with one receiver. There was a corner route, and that drew both defenders and wide open in the middle of the field was Donaldson. Not sure about the assignments or coverage. Uh, Sean Thomas Faulkner was one of the defensive backs back there that broke with the receiver going on the corner route. Either way, left two men on one and nobody on the wide open Donaldson. So second and ten for Army at the Citadel 32. Jones under center, three men in the backfield. Takes the snap. Triple option right side. He's going to toss it. And cutting up the numbers inside the 30, veering to the far side to the 26, where the good pickup was Murphy, one of the running backs for Army. He'll be spotted out of bounds at the 26. It's a pickup of seven, and it'll be third and three for Army. Good blocking on the edge. Gave him that seam to pick up the positive yardage, and Army now once again driving down the field with the third and more manageable. There's just one out of four on third downs today. Converting one already this possession. Here's a third and four from the 26. Jones is going to hand it off to his big feedback. And nowhere to go between the tackles getting a yard to the 25. And that's it for Buchanan. So it'll be fourth and three for Army at the Citadel 25, trailing 3-0, 1045 to go first half. And the Black Knights will keep the offense out there, at least for the time being. That's some confusion right now. They yeah. Had four players run on the field. Only two players came off initially, and they're still trying to get huddled up now. Now they've broken the huddle. Fourth and three for Army at the Citadel 25. Jones under center, takes the snap. Rocket toss to Robinson, who's tripped up in the backfield. Grinds his way back to the line of scrimmage, and that's all. He'll be stopped. Robinson comes up short, running in it towards the right sideline, and the Bulldogs had him had him corralled, and they bring him down for no gain on the play. A turnover on downs. Now, the Bulldogs with a great defensive stop, 10-19 to go in the first half, and immediate timeout down on the field as Army unable to convert on the fourth down. The Bulldogs with the stop, the Citadel will have the football. They lead it 3-0, 10-19 left first half, and we pause for this word from your local sponsors all across the Citadel Sports Network. If you know she's the perfect one, let us help you create the perfect ring. At Scatel's Manufacturing Jewelers, we're your full-service jewelry manufacturer. You see, we eliminate the middleman and create your special ring all on site. And with our free diamond seminar and vast loose diamond selection, you're assured of the right decision while getting the best value. Scatel, you lover. Scatel's Manufacturing Jewelers. Locally owned. 
in Mount Pleasant and Charleston. From the beaches to the far reaches of the low country, when it comes to savings and service, Jones marks the spot. Rush to Jones Ford in North Charleston to save on your next newer pre-owned vehicle and trust the family with over 100 years of experience to care for your vehicle at our state-of-the-art service and collision center. When it comes to savings and service, Jones marks the spot. Jones Ford in North Charleston at the corner of Rivers and Remount, just off I-26, exit 211A. Visit us online at jonesford.com. A big defensive stop for the Bulldogs. Army going for it on fourth and three at the Citadel 25. And Tyrell Robinson carried it for no gain. Running to the right sideline in the Bulldogs defense. Now have held opponents to an 0 for 5 conversion rate on fourth downs. The Citadel's defense has not allowed a fourth down this year. 0 for 5 are their opponents. And a big stop there for the Bulldogs as Army chose to go for it in field goal range. And the Bulldogs keep the 3-0 lead. Great defensive stand. Army had 50 yards on that drive. So the offense had a little bit more rhythm to it. And they did have the one play that almost resulted in a touchdown on the missed pass. But the Bulldogs' defense holds strong. Fourth down, critical down in these games. And the Bulldogs come through in that one. So the Citadel with a first and 10 at their own 25, traveling left to right across your dial. And they're all white uniforms today, leading 3-0 with 10-19 to go first half. The Bulldogs entered today, leading for only 4 minutes and 13 seconds all year. They have led today for more than that so far this afternoon. Rainey under center on first and ten. Rocket toss to Keith White on the near side. Gets outside the hashes, but back to the line of scrimmage. He's strung out and brought down as in the area was McKeel Morrison for Army. First carry of the day for White. They'll give him a yard to the 26. The redshirt sophomore from Alabama had a career best 89 yards two weeks ago for the Citadel in their last game. And did not get a carry today for the first 20 minutes of this one. Sets up a second and nine for the Bulldogs at their own 26. One wide receiver on each side for Rainey, who's under center in the base formation for the Bulldogs. He'll turn and give it to Nwanze. And Nwanze barreling up the right hash behind his center. Takes it to the 29. A pickup of three for the starting fullback for the Bulldogs. And it'll be third and six for the Bulldogs. We talked in the first quarter about the importance of the field position game and it ended up resulting in the Citadel able to get points before flipping sides and the direction of the win. A first down here, really big for the Bulldogs if they can get it because you're going to be punting into this wind. It would give the Citadel a chance to once again flip the field, so to speak, trying to avoid a three and out going into the wind. Third and six for the Citadel, their own 29. They're one for four on third downs today. Rainey under center, back to throw. Pressure, hit as he fires, and it's incomplete. A flag comes in. Incomplete pass to Ryan McCarthy right at the first down marker at the 35, and a penalty thrown as we'll get the call here from Larry Saunders, today's referee. Pass interference, defense number 22. The ball will be placed in the spot of the foul. Automatic first down. Cedric Cunningham, the junior defensive back with the penalty. He's one of the few South Carolina natives on this Army roster, and he just gave the Bulldogs a first and 10 at the Citadel 36. That was a good call. McCarthy ran his route right to the first down chains. He was set up, ready to make the catch, and Cunningham coming from behind ran into him too quickly. 
First and ten for the Bulldogs at their own 36. Rocket toss left side to Hampton. Up the hashes. Crosses the line of scrimmage. Carrying a defender up to the 39. It's a pickup of three for Hampton. Carrying the football for the first time in three weeks. And it sets up a second and seven for the Citadel. That was also the longest carry of Hampton's career. Three yards. The previous long was just one yard for the high school quarterback from Goose Creek. Now serving as an A-back for the Bulldogs. Second and seven for the Citadel, their own 39. They'll go to Nwanze, the B-back, who slips a hole between his left tackle and guard, crossing the 40 and staggering to the 42. So it's a pickup of five for Nwanze, and now third and and a long four for the Citadel at their own 42. They're already approaching midfield. That's why that first down, they don't seem as though it's much. It's only one first down, but that previous first down was so big because now... Just like that, Bulldogs are already near midfield and, again, have the chance to flip the field. So third and four for the Bulldogs at their own 42. Rainey under center in the flex bone. Takes the snap. Triple option left side. Tosses to Hampton. Gets a block across the 40. He's shoved out of bounds just shy of the sticks up the left sideline at the 43. Only good for a yard for Hampton, and it's going to be fourth and two for the Citadel, but a flag, a late flag laying by that far sideline where Hampton was knocked out of bounds. But the preliminary signs are a hold against the Bulldogs. It's fourth and two at the moment for the Citadel, their own 43. Let's get the official call Holding. from Saunders. Offense number eight. The penalty is declined. Fourth down. Yeah, that's Keontae Sessions who held. Doesn't matter. Army will decline it. And the Bulldogs will punt from their own 43 on a fourth and two as they'll be kicking into the wind here. As Sessions was on the edge, it was almost more of a tackle than a hold. He <laughs> grabbed him down near the ankles and tripped up the defender who was pursuing the ball carrier, and so that gets called. 7.28 to go, first half, clock runs. The Citadel leading 3-0. Robinson back at his own 18. Here's the punt from Campbell, left to right. Robinson moves to his left, takes it on the hash at the 19, and he's grabbed around the ankles immediately and dragged to the turf. For no gain on the play, as getting down there to make the stop was Sean Thomas Faulkner with a special teams tackle. Robinson will have a return of two yards. They'll mark it at the 21, and that's where Army will begin. 7-14 to go in the second quarter. And Army will have the football when we come back trailing 3-0 as we pause. For this word from your local sponsors all across the Citadel Sports Network. A new day is dawning at Berkeley Electric Cooperative thanks to our community solar garden. Harvest the benefits of the sun without having to deal with maintenance, installing a new roof, or worrying about HOA rules. Berkeley Electric members can lease up to 16 panels with no long-term contract and use the energy they generate to lower their power bill. Help our garden grow by reserving your panels today at berkeleyelectric.coop. It's simple, environmentally friendly, and one more way that we're looking out for you. Berkeley Electric is your local Touchstone Energy Cooperative. Richards Automotive, 1025 St. Andrews Boulevard, is a great place if you need service on your automobile or truck. Their services include belts, batteries, brakes, engine performance, exhaust, fuel injection, heating and cooling inspections, oil lube and filter changes, steering system, suspension, tires, transmission, and much, much more. Richard is open from 7 a.m. till 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. Give him a call at 766-9011. That number again, 766-9011, Richards Automotive.
7-14 to go in the first half with the Citadel leading 3 to nothing, And Army will have a first and 10 at their own 21-yard line. Uh, so far, the Bulldogs have uh, been more productive offensively against uh, Army on the ground. And the, the Black Knights started to put together a good drive last possession, but were stopped on a fourth down, turning it over on downs. Army with 48 yards of offense, according to the stat monitor here, 67 for the Citadel. Yeah, 48 yards on 21 plays for Army. So the Bulldogs with a 3-0 lead. And Army with a first and 10 of their own 21, traveling right to left. Jones, in his first career start, is up under center on first and 10 as we wait on the okay from the TV side of things. And now we're good to go. Jones up under center on first and 10. Barnard, the fullback behind him. First and 10, Jones takes the snap. He gives to Barnard with nowhere to go. Barnard is stood up by Anthony Britton. Jay Smith. One of the nose tackles in there as well. And Barnard gets a yard to the 22. It's second and nine. Great job. Not only had it stacked up up the middle, but right after the handoff, Jones actually took a big pop himself. So even if Jones had read it and kept it as the quarterback, he actually would have been tackled for a loss. So the Bulldogs had that well defended all the way around. Not much running space for Army today. They have a second and nine at their own 22, traveling right to left across your dial in the black uniform tops. Jones with number seven on the back of the jersey. He's up under center on second and nine. Three men in the backfield with him. Overlooks the Citadel defense, takes the snap. Running to the right with the option. He's grabbed around the waist as Sean Thomas Faulkner lined him up and brought him down the line of scrimmage. No gain for Jones running to his right. It'll be third and eight after a nice form tackle from Sean Thomas Faulkner, the redshirt junior coming up from the secondary to make the stop. Clock runs with 6.05 to go in the first half. The Citadel leading 3 to nothing. Army has not been shut out in a first half this season. They haven't even been shut out in the first quarter this season until today. Third and eight for Army. From their own 23, Jones under center. Barnard, the be-back behind him. Jones, back to throw. Clean pocket with time. Fires up the left hash. Open receiver. And an adjusted catch made, reaching helmet high and pulling it in as he fell down around the 48. A completed pass and a first down as it goes to... That was Chris Cameron, the tight end, with his first catch up to the 47 for the first down. Now moving quickly as Army, they hand it to Barnard, the B-back, who will barrel his way behind the right guard in between the hashes into Citadel territory up to the 49 for a pickup of four. Army went hurry up after that big completion, but that was a beautiful ball on the previous throw. There was not a big window to drop that pass in, and Eubanks was coming on a delayed blitz. He was in the face of the quarterback, barreling in toward him, and he still delivered that pass right on the money. It was a 25-yard completion to the tight end Cameron, a first, the first catch for a tight end this year for Army. Second and six, they're going to hand it off to Buchanan, moving behind his left guard. And not much running space. He takes it to the 47, then was stood up and driven backwards and eventually into the turf. Pickup of a yard will be third and four for Army at the Civil 47. 
Here they go. No huddle offense. Quickly on the football. Third and four for Army. Jones up under center. Takes the snap. Goes back to Buchanan, the B-back. Bounces off of one tackler. Lowers his shoulder. Moves inside the 45. But he's brought down short of the sticks with a flag on the play. And it looks like a penalty against Army anyways. Buchanan tackled at the 44, which would bring up a fourth and one. Offense, spot players in the backfield. Five-yard penalty, third down. So that'll make it tougher on Army. That would back them up uh, to the other side of midfield. They'll be at their own 48. And it'll be now third and eight for Army from their own 48. Yeah, the far side receiver, he may have tried to be on the line of scrimmage, but he was a good two yards off the line of scrimmage. So you're not going to get that much of a grace area. And by him being in the backfield along with the normal formation, there was clearly five players off the line when they were aligned before the snap. Jones in the gun, four wide receivers on third and eight. He'll take the snap. Here comes a blitz from the Bulldogs. Quick throw, left side. It's caught right around the first down marker. At the 42-yard line of the Citadel, it's enough for a first down as Rekin Donaldson makes his third career catch. It goes for 10 yards, and it moves the sticks on a third and long. Mack was right there to make the hit immediately upon the catch. So right there, draped on him in the coverage. Unfortunately, the route was run right to the sticks where it needed to be for the first down. And we have an injured Bulldog back around where Jamil Jones, the quarterback, got rid of that football. I think it's Anthony Britton, but you never want to speculate. And he's quickly back onto his feet. Uh, that's actually Marquise Blunt, not 39. It's number 49. And Blunt back up on his feet. He's going to jog off to the far side under his own power, so he seems to be okay. And Army will have a first and 10 at the Citadel 42. Four minutes left, first half. The Citadel leading 3-0, but Army putting together a drive, looking for their first points of the day. First and 10, Jones under center. The 260-pound fullback Buchanan behind him. They're going to go that way. Buchanan gets it, veers behind his right guard, pushing the pile inside the 40, up to the 39-yard line, a pickup of three for Buchanan, who's listed at six foot, 260 pounds. He showed up to camp even bigger this year but wouldn't reveal how much bigger. We just know now he's down to 260. And he carried it for three there to set up a second and seven. No huddle offense. Triple option left side. Army's going to toss it out. And running up the near side ins- uh, inside the 30 with a first down up to the 29 is Brahim Murphy. Getting the pitch and taking it up the left side for a first down to the 29 for Army. That was the first time we've seen misdirection from Army where the motion and the flow of the play went to the right, but they ended up pitching it back to the other man going to the left, and it did catch the Bulldogs a little out of position. No huddle offense again for Army. Play action for Jones. Firing down the center of the field. It's a caught. It's a catch made inside the five and into the end zone for a touchdown for Army. Black Knights with their first points of the day on the 29-yard touchdown pass from Jones to Rakeen Donaldson, who had both catches on the possession, and Donaldson made a nice catch inside the five, falling into the end zone for the score. Army leads 6-3 to three with 2.57 left here in the first half. There was nothing tricky about that route. He literally ran straight down the field, and no one really followed with him. He ran straight down the numbers all the way from where he lined up right to the goal line. Second career touchdown pass for Jones. 
He's throwing a touchdown pass now in back-to-back -back games. Here's the extra point to our left. It's up, and it's good. Landon Sallers with the extra point. And so Army leads 7-3 with 2.57 to go. Army did not have a touchdown pass in their first three games of the season. But now Jameel Jones, the sophomore, with a touchdown throw in back-to-back -back games. And Army, they have their first lead of the afternoon. 2.57 left in the first half. The Citadel will get it next, trailing for the first time. As it's Army 7 and the Citadel 3. As we pause here on the Citadel Sports Network. Hey, this is Credit Card Chris, and I'm the president of SignaPay Southeast. We are the premier credit card processing company located right here in the Lowcountry. We are changing the way how credit card processing is done. Are you tired of paying processing fees? We got you. You need a new credit card terminal? We got you. You need a new point of sale system? We got you. Are you stuck in a contract? We'll pay it. We've helped thousands of businesses all over the Lowcountry, and I know we can help you too. Call SignaPay today and eliminate credit card processing fees. 843-884-6884. That's 884-6884. Bulldog fans, this is Luke Morrow for the Citadel Brigadier Foundation. If you're already a member, thank you. But if you're an alum, friend, or fan of the Citadel who has yet to join, well, they'd love to talk to you about the benefits of supporting Citadel athletics. Did you know the Citadel Brigadier Foundation is the only way Citadel raises money for athletic scholarships? Membership includes benefits to all sports at the Citadel, but best of all, it's about the student-athletes getting a Citadel education. So give them a call to find out more at 953-5277. That's 953-5277. Two fifty-seven to go in the first half with Army now leading seven to three as they get on the scoreboard for the first time today. A seventy-nine-yard drive on nine plays, taking four seventeen, and it ends with a second-career touchdown pass from Jamil Jones finding Rekin Donaldson from twenty-nine yards out. Donaldson's first career touchdown catch, and for Army, they're averaging only two and a half yards running the football. But on that drive, Kyle, they actually. Got down the field. Their big plays came through the air with the 25-yard completion to one of the tight ends and then the touchdown pass as well. And it was Jameel Jones making the plays with his arm. Yeah, big plays through the air. They also went hurry up multiple times with no huddle during that drive. So Army using a number of different things to try to turn the table and ultimately get that first score, which they accomplished. Latest into the game. For Army to find their first score with just three minutes remaining here in the first half. And the Citadel will get the football back trailing for the first time. This will be the first kickoff of the day for Army. The Citadel with the opening kick. Army hasn't scored. So back deep to the left of the kicker is Jalen Adams. Back deep to the right of the kicker is Cooper Wallace. And Landon Salyers, who just put the extra point through, will have the kickoff right to left. The senior charges to the football, sends it. Down towards the end zone to our left. Adams backing up into the end zone. Takes it. He's going to take it out. Moving up the right hash across the 10. Stutters at the 15. Spins away from a tackler. Grinding across the 20. And he chugs to the 22. Nice return for Jalen Adams. Now granted, not quite the 25, which is where the Bulldogs would have gotten it had he chose to stay in the end zone. But Adams was originally hit around the 15. Takes it to the 22. And the Bulldogs will begin there. 2.50 to go, first half, all three timeouts for the Citadel, trailing 7-3. A yeah, great effort there by Adams. He withstood really two what would normally be tackles. He took that first hit and then stayed on his feet and then was able to spin out of another effort. So you're right, great effort 
and desire for him to advance the ball as far as he could. First and 10 for the Citadel, moving left to right from their own 21. They'll snap it from the right hash. All three timeouts and just under three minutes to work with. Rainey will drop back to throw on first and 10. Lobs it to the center of the field, and it's caught in stride into Army territory by Raleigh Webb. Tackle from behind around the 28-yard line. And the first completion for Brandon Rainey today is a big one. First and 10, Citadel at the Army 29. That was an incredible throw, Webb was double covered he had two guys over the top one on the left side one on the right side and he simply split the difference ran right between them and the ball was perfectly in stride for him to run right into it make the grab 50 yard completion the longest completion this year for the citadel rainey will throw again on first and 10 open man firing to the left side it's intercepted inside the five by army and returned up the right sideline across the 25 as tackled out of bounds Around the 25-yard line was the Army defender that picked it off. It was Cedric Cunningham, the junior from South Carolina, who had the big pass interference earlier. Now he gets his first career interception as he picks off Rainey inside the five-yard line. That's too bad. McCarthy had his man beat all the way to the end zone. If that ball's out in front of him in the end zone, he runs right into it for an easy six points. But the ball was thrown behind him toward the middle of the field, and that allowed the defender to end up being the closest man to the ball and going and getting it. So second interception today for Rainey. And the Bulldogs with the two turnovers this afternoon. The Citadel, they have turned the football over nine times in their three and a half games this year and are dealing with a minus seven turnover margin. Meanwhile, the Army defense has been very opportunistic this year. Army this season, they're plus seven in the turnover margin, top ten in the country. And defensively, they have forced 10 turnovers this season. Army had an interception in each of their first three games this year. They had a forced fumble in each of their first four games this year. And this Army defense has set records as they had eight forced turnovers in September. That was the most in September for an Army defense in over a decade. And they forced two big turnovers today. The Bulldogs came out throwing. They had the 50-yard completion to Raleigh Webb, and then on the very next play, Brandon Rainey turning it over, trying to throw it inside the five to Ryan McCarthy. And with 2.09 to go, Army will have the football, leading 7-3 here late in the second quarter. As the Bulldogs, they'll be the ones who get it to start the second half. So they'll try to come up with a stop. Army will have a first and 10 of their own 29 after the defensive forced turnover. Funny game, isn't it? It's a first ball to Webb where... He's well defended, two guys in perfect position, and you have to have a perfect ball land right where it did for any kind of completion at all. It goes for 50 yards, and the next one, McCarthy able to beat his defender. If you look at the two throws in a vacuum, when the release point is happening, you would say, well, the first one's incomplete, the second one's complete. But as it turns out, the one goes for 50 yards, and the other one ends up being intercepted. It's just a a tough break for the Bulldogs, but again, only being down four right in this game and going to get the second half kickoff. They're right in this contest with Army, despite the opportunistic Army defense coming up with a couple turnovers. Yeah, and the Bulldogs just need to get a stop here and keep this a 7-3 game heading into the locker room. And even though the Citadel's trailing, I mean, you look at those two turnovers, the Bulldogs, it still feels like the Citadel has had uh, command of this football game. They've just been the ones that have turned it over twice both in Army territory, with Rainey throwing a couple of costly interceptions today. 
So now Army will go on to the attack. They have all three timeouts, 2.09 to work with, and they start first and 10 at their own 29, trying to add on to the 7-3 lead. Jones under center, dropping back to throw, firing up the right sideline, and he overthrows his intended target. Incomplete pass on first and 10, going back to Donaldson. It'll be second and 10. Quick coverage by Mack. He's in there in perfect position again on the inside. No place to put that football. And so that has held up very well for him, especially in his man-to-man coverage when he's needed to come through. Jones will now drop into the gun on second and 10. Two receivers on each side for the sophomore quarterback. Arms extended. On second and 10, he takes a chest-high snap. Quarterback draw. He's going to take off, running behind his right guard, and he's grabbed by behind and pulled down back at the line of scrimmage. No gain. A quick timeout for the Bulldogs. And forget just a defensive stop. Their first charge timeout of the half. 30-second timeout. The Citadel will now have an opportunity to get the football back and try to do something before the half as it's going to be a third and 10 for Army at their own 29-yard line with the clock stopped, a minute 58 to go, and the Citadel still with two timeouts. The aggressiveness here started off the very first play with the onside kick, and so the Bulldogs have come here again not knowing when the next football game may be. Uh, So much ambiguity there, so, hey, why not pull out all the tricks and, and go for it and Right now, we're trying to aggressively get this stop on defense, get the ball back. The Bulldogs' offense has been good. Again, save for those couple of turnovers, they've been efficient. So see if they can get the big stop here and have a chance to maybe go down and go for the lead in a minute. Third and 10 for Jones from his own 29. He's in the gun, four wide receivers. Arms extended, takes the snap at the shoulders, drops back to throw, fires it, and it's intercepted by the Bulldogs. A diving interception made around the 41-yard line by... Andy Davis and the sophomore with his first career interception. The Bulldogs get it right back as they'll have a first and 10 at the Army 41 after the first interception of the year for this Citadel defense. That's even better than a stop. You were thinking fourth down, force a punt, but Army punting with the wind was going to be able to really pin the Citadel down deep. And Davis dropping back in coverage makes a tremendous catch and laying out for it as he went down to the turf, able to maintain possession. Uh, Hopefully they won't take a second look at that. It was a little bit close there on the catch, but he made it, and now it's great field position. Yeah, and now the Bulldogs, I think they are going to review this. Yeah. The ruling on the field is an interception by the Citadel. The play is under further review. Yeah, I was a little worried about that. We have a replay monitor here in the booth, so I had a chance to take a second look at that. And uh, when you look at the replay, especially when you slow it down, it does look like the tip of that football hit the ground as Davis was also going to the ground. It's very close. We're watching it here on our in-booth monitor. The Bulldogs were at the line of scrimmage. They did not snap the football and did not move quick enough, allowing for the opportunity to review this. Today's replay official is Tom Considine, and he's taking a look at it up here in the uh, press box to see if this interception will hold up. You know, worst-case scenario, if it were to be overturned, well, then Army would be punting, so you'd get the football back, but it's a matter of field position. Right now, the Citadel is at the Army 41. Because of this Davis interception, we'll see if it stands. It does look like we're watching in slow motion. It does look like the tip touches the ground. Is Davis's left hand, is it under that football? Does he have full control? 
I mean, the football doesn't move, it seems. Right. Could be one of those classic call stands. <laughs> yeah. You know, it helps that it was called an interception on the field. I don't know if I do see enough to overturn this. I agree. I, I'm with you on that. I, I completely agree that, yeah, that's why I think call stands would certainly help out the Bulldogs here. I, the fact that it was called an interception is critical in terms of reviewing it. You really need definitive evidence to overturn it. And like you said, even though the tip of the football does hit the ground, it, he appears to have secure enough possession that the ball didn't move. We'll find out right now. Yeah, here's the call. After further review, the ruling on the field stands. All right. And Andy Davis now officially has his first career interception in the Bulldogs' defense with their first interception of the 2020 season. So Randy heads back out on the field for the Citadel. First and 10 at the Army 41. A minute 53 to go first half. The Citadel trailing 7-3. Triple option left side to begin. Rainey gets outside his left tackle and dives inside the 40 up to the 39. A two-yard pickup for the Citadel quarterback. Clock runs. 100 seconds left till intermission. Second and eight for the Bulldogs. Actually, they'll spot it at the 38, so it'll be second and seven. And the Citadel burning a lot of time here in between plays. Now they're going to huddle up. Clock runs a minute 25 to go. They break the huddle. They head back to the line of scrimmage. Eye formation for the Bulldogs. Second and seven. Rainey takes the snap. He's going to roll to his right. He rolls right into a defender, and he's brought down for a loss back at the line of scrimmage, the original line, at the 41. So a loss of three. That play was blown up, and it's third and ten for the Citadel. Yeah, Malcolm Morrison coming across from the edge there. He was right in position for Rainey coming back his direction and he made a very sure tackle wrapped up with both arms and Rainey falling through that tackle Bulldogs are fine taking their time clock runs 40 seconds left it's third and 10 for the Citadel at the Army 41 McCarthy split out wide right web wide left Rainey under center third and 10 he'll drop back to throw lobs it left sideline for Webb jump ball and a flag thrown as it was knocked away inside the 20 yard line an incomplete pass but Cedric Cunningham may get called for pass interference for the second time today. Pass interference, defense number 23, 15-yard penalty, automatic first down. A big penalty, and the Bulldogs now with a first and 10. Yeah, Cedric Cunningham. And the Bulldogs will have a first and 10 at the Army, 26 with 27 seconds left. Now you almost wish you moved quicker before if you're the Bulldogs. 27 seconds, two timeouts. Rainey in the gun, takes the snap, out route, and nobody's there. He was expecting a zig from Keontae Sessions. He got a zag, and he threw it into his own bench, an incomplete pass from Rainey, second and 10. Rainey under pressure, so he had to get rid of that football. And so Sessions, Rainey hoping Sessions noticed that as well and would break off his route and look for the football, but Sessions continued running downfield, not realizing Rainey was under duress and had to throw it somewhere. 23 seconds left in the half. Second and 10 for the Bulldogs of the Army, 26. Two timeouts left for the Citadel. Rainey under center. Second down, rocket toss, left side Wallace. Gets to the perimeter, cuts up the sideline. Inside the 25, he somersaults out of bounds, and a late flag is thrown. As Wallace will be spotted at the 23, 17 seconds left in the half. Clock stopped, we'll get the call. Holding 
Offense, number 22. 10-yard penalty, second down. Raleigh Webb, the fifth-year senior with the big penalty for the Bulldogs. And that will back them up with 17 seconds left. If you're thinking field goal, remember Colby Kittner has made a 45-yard field goal this year. And the line of scrimmage is now the 33 for the Citadel, so this would be a 50-yarder. The Bulldogs need, you'd like at least 10 more yards to try a field goal. And you're kicking into the wind. Yeah, that wind has continued to pick up. It's only become stronger as the second quarter has gone along. Doesn't feel like fall here in New York. Beautiful 72-degree Saturday afternoon, but it is pretty windy down there. Bulldogs at the Army, 33. Rainey enters center, takes the snap. Rocket toss again for Wallace to the left side. Gets outside the numbers and cuts up to the 30. Clock runs. He was tackled in bounds. Eight seconds. Clock ticking. Bulldogs with timeouts. They're going to let the clock run down to four seconds. And Coach Thompson standing right next to one of the officials. will take a timeout with two seconds remaining. And on third down, on third down, the Bulldogs will settle for a 47-yard field goal try, I imagine, or a shot to the end zone. But it would be a career-long 47-yard field goal try for Colby Kintner into the wind here at the end of the first half with the Citadel trailing 7-3. He missed a 47-yarder earlier this year. So the freshman kicker 0-for-1 from this distance. The Bulldogs still with one more timeout, and it's third down, so they could have tried to run another play, but instead settling for the 47-yard field goal try from the left hash into the 12-mile-per-hour wind. Snap back, spot down, kick up to our right off the foot of Kittner, and it is no good off the upright. Kittner had the distance, but it struck the right upright. Knocking back into the end zone, and Kittner with the missed field goal. Wow. Missed opportunity for the Bulldogs. The freshman now three for seven in field goal tries this year. And after an eventful last couple of minutes, the Bulldogs unable to cut into the deficit, and it'll be Army taking a 7-3 lead into the locker room here at the half. That ball was bending back toward going in as well. It had the natural curl and it was bending in and hit the inside of the right upright honestly as weird as that is to say it might have been good from 50 even though it wasn't good from 47 it didn't quite have enough time to curl in and they just showed coach thompson actually coach thompson is still on the sideline he's the last guy to leave the sideline as he was uh, he had his hat off and he was rubbing his his brow i suppose in disappointment or frustration that the Bulldogs were so close on converting that 47-yard field goal into the wind, as Kyle described, hitting the inside part of the upright and not going through, not getting the bounce, and the Bulldogs come up empty at the end of the first half. So Army leads 7-3 to at the intermission. Take a break and come back with the Carolina Ford Dealers halftime report where we'll break down the first 30 minutes for you here from Mikey Stadium in West Point, New York, when we come back after this word from your local sponsors all across the Citadel Sports Network.